You're never gonna have abs. Abs. That's right, I said it. You are never gonna get six-pack abs. Unless you make some major changes to your workout program and your diet plan. And after years of training and working with thousands of clients, I found that it usually boils down to just three things that are preventing you from seeing a full-out shredded six-pack. I'm gonna show you exactly how to easily fix these three things that you're doing wrong in this video. And by following these three tips consistently, you're gonna see your six pack in no time. So let's start first with the biggest mistake people are making, and that's treating your six pack like some sort of special muscle rather than treating it like all the other muscles in your body. All these ideas about doing hundreds of reps of crunches, working your abs every single day, and never upping the weight load used, all these ideas are totally wrong. And the proof is simply that you wouldn't use these strategies for any other muscle in your body. You wouldn't do hundreds of chest presses to build your chest, would you? You would probably just go with a heavy weight for six to 10 reps, wouldn't you? Why is it that I never see anybody at the gym working their abs with any kind of weight? I'm not even talking about a heavy weight, any kind of weight whatsoever. How do you expect to continuously challenge your abs without some form of progressive overload built into your weight training structure? You have to continuously challenge your abs by using a heavier weight load for the exercises you do if you wanna see continuous improvements in the shape of your abs. That means either add weight or increase your rep range to absurd levels like a thousand reps of crunches, which nobody wants to do. Upping the weight sounds more realistic, right? Great ways to add weight to your ab exercises include putting a weight behind your head or holding a weight straight up towards the ceiling for your crunches and for your sit-up movements and holding a weight between your feet for all your leg raising and knee tucking movements. Now, a lot of people make the same mistake by hitting their abs every single day. You don't hit your biceps every single day or your legs or your back for that matter. Give your abs a chance to recover. That's when they grow. So the bottom line for tip number one, work your abs the same way you would work any other muscle in your body that you're trying to grow. The second easy, easy fix is to incorporate more trunk flexion in your ab movements. So what is trunk flexion, you might be wondering? Well, essentially it's bending around your torso and your stomach area. So a lot of people are doing their crunches and leg raises totally wrong to the point where instead of working their abs, they're working their hip flexors and their neck. And you may be making the same mistakes too because it's the very fine details in the ab exercises that make them effective or useless. Some common training cues that you might have heard before are to keep your core tight, pull your belly button inward, and squeeze your abs during all your abdominal exercises. These cues help increase the chances of torso flexion rather than hip flexion or neck flexion. But I got some even better cues that can completely change the game for your ab workouts. For all your crunching movements, make sure that your hands are just touching the sides of your head. And for every rep, be sure that your shoulder blades are coming off the ground. That's the main tip. Make sure that your shoulder blades are coming off the ground for all your crunching and sit-up movements. For leg raises, knee tucks, and pikes, you want to really make sure that you try to curl your hips, knees, and feet into your chest. Again, this creates that crunching motion that we need in the torso in order to actually work our abs. 
Just raising your legs up and down without engaging your core creates a crunch in the hips rather than the torso, which means that you're just gonna be working your hip flexors primarily, and if you're lucky, your abs will be involved as a secondary muscle. Obviously, you want your abs to be the primary muscle worked, so make sure that you're curling your hips into your chest. That's literally the best way I could think of describing it. Last but not least, I got the third easy fix for you, and it's a mistake you're making with your diet plan. Guys, I hope that by now most of the YouTube community knows that in order to actually see your abs, you have to build up the six-pack muscle and then burn off the fat that's sitting on top of that muscle. So even after doing all your ab exercises correctly, perfectly, and using heavy weights to progressively overload your abs, even after building them up, you still have to worry about getting them to actually show and pop. And if you have a layer of fat left over on top of your abs, you can do all the crunches you want and you'll get nowhere because there's no way to target fat burn and burn fat just from the stomach area. The only way to burn the fat is by lowering your overall body fat percentage by losing pounds of fat from your whole body. So fat loss will happen across your whole body and the fat will come off as one unit. The only way to burn fat across your whole body is by lowering insulin levels and maintaining a calorie deficit. You're gonna lower insulin levels by avoiding all refined grains and eliminating all sugar from your diet. The two most powerful ways to lower insulin levels are through intermittent fasting and the ketogenic diet. However, there's a million other ways you can lower your insulin levels and create a diet plan for burning off the belly fat. Besides keeping refined and simple carbohydrates to a minimum, you're also gonna to wanna to maintain a calorie deficit. To lose an average of two pounds a week, you wanna shoot for a 25% reduction of calories from your maintenance levels. You can go as high as 40 to 45% of a reduction with a more aggressive fat loss diet plan, but a higher deficit makes it harder to stick to the plan for the long haul. So with a deficit higher than 25%, you only wanna plan on doing that for a short term, like four to six weeks. But regardless of which deficit amount you choose, you want to make sure that your macros are correct too because not all calories are created equally. Even though I can have you whip out a calculator and I can teach you the exact formula to calculate your macros, it would be a lot easier if you just visited my website, gravitytransformation.com, where I already have a done-for-you super accurate macro and calorie calculator. And the cool thing is, it's free. It'll just ask you to enter in your stats and then it'll give you the exact macros you need to burn enough fat to see your six-pack. So yes, unfortunately, dieting is involved whenever you wanna get your muscles more toned and you wanna get more muscular definition. The key to having your diet be successful is consistency. So once you figure out your macros, do not deviate for a set period of time. Let's say four to six weeks. That's it guys, I really hope this video has helped you out. If you enjoyed this video, make sure you subscribe to this channel and hit that bell icon so you can be notified every time I release new tips and tricks just like this. I'll see you guys soon. Pump it.